Hello everyone, welcome back to High Rollers, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast in the world of Erois, run by Dungeon Master Mark Sherlock Humes with me, Tom, playing Periodara, the Fire Ganassi Monk. I am Chris Trot, I am playing Lucius Viren Elowin Elanastio, and I am a High Elf Sorcerer. I am Rhiannon, I am playing Oriya, the Rogue Ranger Orc. Hi, I'm Katie, I'm playing Ayla, a Wild Elf Barbarian. And I'm Kim, I'm playing Nova, who is an Air Ganassi, and she is a Hexblade Warlock. We're also joined by a Yogscast regular and good friend of ours, Ravs, and you'll see who he's playing very soon. Thanks to our regular sponsors D&D Beyond, the official Dungeons & Dragons toolset, and Displate. Use the code HIGHROLLERS15 to get 15% off your order and check out both sponsors with the links in the episode description. There won't be an episode next week, but you can catch us live when we head to LA for D&D Live. On Sunday the 19th of May at 11am PT or 7pm BST, we're going to be live on twitch.tv slash dndlive1 for the prologue of our next mini-series, an adventure that will take us back to our previous campaign, Lightfall. Anyway, on to the episode. The party encounter a potentially dangerous individual on the road to the forge. Welcome back to Erois. A brief recap on what happened last week. I didn't actually write a recap, so this is probably oh, out of memory. No. Uh, the party had returned from the Night Eye dungeon <laughs> where they had faced <laughs> off against a, uh, a witch or a creature who used unusual magic of the void and mm. the creature called Hadar. Quillek and Kalar sadly fell in battle and the party returned to the village of Stenhill with his body. They conversed with the Dwarven Priestess, Skaldi Ravenscar, yep. and made plans to take both Sentry and Quill to a place called the Midwife's Forge to see if they could have them return to life. As part of this, as they were about to leave the town, a strange series of portals began to appear, and falling through one of them was a Fire Ganassi, who called himself Piri. Uh, Piri what? Piri Adara. Piri Adara, yeah. who appeared, uh, having been separated from some sort of team that he was part of, sent to investigate some ruins. Shrouded in mystery, the party grilled Piri for a little bit, trying to get more information, but were quickly distracted by when another series of portals began summoning creatures that threatened the town of Stenhill. Fighting off most of the creatures, including denizens from an ice plane, a strange fungal plane, and a pixie princess and her royal yes. guard from the Feywild, uh, the party quickly saw an end to them, including the death of the pixie and her guards by Lucius, who was very frustrated at having been put to sleep way mm. too much. Um, and the pixie princess left behind a flower crown, <gasps> which was placed upon Lucius's head, much amusement, <laughs> as it appears to be a sort of magical item that he cannot remove, uh, giving him pixie-like traits. The rest of the party uh, prepared themselves. You have acquired a wagon and a clack, a large lobster creature. Um, Scorb. Scorb, uh, who will pull the wagon as you begin to set off on your trails. Yeah. Uh, I believe you'd made all the preparations, but just to check, was there anything you wanted to do or check before you left the town? Uh, I don't think so. I think we've all got, mm, we've all got we potions, did. some more than most. Mm -hmm. right. None. Right, Ryan? Um, um. <laughs> should we actually take a look at what Sentry and Quill had that, if anything's useful for us? Sure. Because really it's not doing that much. The thing I'm thinking anywhere. about is uh, Quill's barrier ring. Yeah, Might it would be, be really useful, useful for Lucius. 
Um, although, how many magic items has he got attuned to him right now? Uh, I think he's. Cause... I think he's free. Okay. I think he's good. Let's see what my girl. Uh, yeah. Anyone want his thunderstone pistol? Sure. No. Uh, no. I, I think it would probably benefit Lucius more than. No, it's just more that Trot's not here. Okay. Yeah, he has one free uh, magic item. Lucius does. You can have. You can have Quill's ring. Yep. Okay. I'll take the barrier ring for now. Because he's your best friend. He's your yeah. best friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but so you, you, I mean, you can do that on the road. So to yeah. give you guys some information, um, as you begin heading out on the wagon, the wagon has about enough space for two riders up front, the two bodies, and then maybe two creatures in the back if they are happy to sit with the bodies of Sentry and Quill. Um, How mm-hmm. many of us are there? Well, there's uh, one, two, three, four, five. Uh, yeah. And then Scaldi, six. And so the, your traveling party is six size. And then two bodies. So there's, there's so one, two, how many so, spaces? So somebody needs to us, drive the wagon. Four, four people can get in the wagon and two have to walk. Yes. Uh, one person will need to drive the wagon and sure. they will need to be proficient with land vehicles. Not me. Not me. Water Not vehicles. Not me I'm either, I don't think. Okay. Then, uh, no. Uh, it probably makes sense for Scaldi to run the wagon? Sure. I'll, um, Ayla will walk beside. Okay. I guess. Lucius uh, sits in the wagon. He could fly! Right. Only for a short time per day. Uh, I mean, I'm and, also... Well, I couldn't possibly walk the whole distance. Higher. Hang on, my voice needs to be a little higher. <laughs> no, this is about as high as I can make it. So I will be sitting, I'm afraid. Right. I mean, I'm happy to walk as well. Like. I don't. I don't know where my accent's going, but uh, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm happy to walk. I basically walk and run everywhere anyway. Sure. Oh, I wouldn't mind some time to sit down. Like I can, I'm happy to swap out when anyone wants. Like, we'll swap rest, out. We'll like, just. Yeah. We'll take it as it comes. All right. Do you want to ride up front with ride Scaldi? Front? Yeah. No problem. I'll keep or, it. Okay. So Nova and Lucius are actually in the back with bodies. You look at me like that. No, I'm just saying. Um, if a zombie so, quill touches me, so fire. don't so. don't double kill quill. <clears throat> um, first things for traveling, there's a couple of decisions you have to make. First of all, are you going to be traveling at a fast pace, a normal pace, or a slow pace? Traveling faster means you will obviously cut down on travel time. But it means you are at a disadvantage when it comes to spotting dangers and navigation. Uh, You will also need to elect somebody as a navigator for each half of the day. Uh, The same player can't be navigators for both halves of the day because they need time to rest. Okay, how long is it going to take on just a normal speed? Uh, So to get to the... the, So one of the things we'll talk about is that you don't know precisely where the Midwife's Forge is. Uh, Skaldi knows the mountain range it is supposed to be in. um, And it will take about a day and a half normal travel to reach there because it's uphill. Um, it would normally be a day, but going uphill and through winding roads, it's going to add extra time to the journey. Hmm. Okie dokie. I guess regular speed? Yeah. yeah. Not, not against any yeah. time pressures with, with Scaldi with us. Yeah, Scaldi yeah. will not be able to be a navigator because she is going to be having to concentrate on keeping the wagon and the clack uh, moving. Mm. Um, so out of the four of you, and Lucius, I suppose, uh, two people will need to be a navigator each day. What skill check would that be? Well, what do you think a navigator or somebody would need survival. to do? Survival. Survival or perception? I can try. Yeah? Yeah. I, I mean... Could. I can mm. never go be a navigator as Ayla's well. good at surviving, Could but Perry she's not, do it if, she doesn't know the area. 
not not as a perception thing, but if he literally just ran ahead, scouting ahead, yeah, potentially. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You'll um, be v- it will be very tiring because constantly doing that, like running ahead. Um, I suppose unless you just want to travel on your own, like a mile ahead of the team. A mile ahead. I mean, I could do. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you need to make a decision. R.I.P. You're dead. <laughs> well, you need to pick somebody who's going to be the navigator for the first half of this day. I'm like minus one on survival and just I'll try. Fuck it. Okay, so Ayla's going to be the first uh, navigator. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wouldn't be any worse than me. Okay. <laughs> Damn it, I forgot that I'd done this, printed it on double sides. It's going to be annoying. No. Uh, okay. I just hate yeah. double-sided paper, you know? So. Really, really emotional about it. Uh, what is your perception bonus, Ayla? Oh, my perception. Yeah, uh, I'm going to roll it for you. Plus mm-hmm. four. Okay. So, the path that you travel, heading out of the village of Stenhill, you begin to travel north. Mm-hmm. The road is, at first, stone, deep embedded into the ground, um, seems covered in some sort of mixture which protects it and keeps it hardened but quickly the stone road gives way to a dirt path as you begin to track into a series of valleys and hills. The path itself follows the Langstrom River, a very narrow fast moving river, not quite rapids but definitely uh, strong current rocks kind of interspiced, uh, interspiced amongst the river itself. Um, and the dirt path follows alongside it, curving back and forward. And you also begin to note that the path elevates as the, the cliffs and the valleys begin to descend deeper and the river becomes a, a narrow chamber and you begin making your way up the side of the valleys along this cliff path. A, sh- a deep, sharp incline, uh, decline leads down to the river on your left side and a, a gentler sloped incline on your right quickly becomes heavily forested with thick fir trees, sturdy roots and thick branches that seem able to resist the storm winds of Mearskir. Okay. Around three or four hours into your journey, Ayla, you're the first one to notice, as you are the current navigator. You've been trying to keep the wagon on the best paths, making sure that as you take these winding roads, you don't get too turned away from the river, using the river as a natural guide towards the direction you need to go. And up ahead, you see what appears to be a small shrine carved into the side of the cliff face, of the the gentle hills to your right. And the shrine... Um, appears to be, it has an effigy of two figures. One, a winged humanoid with their feathers folded backwards, holding a staff. And the other is an orc woman holding a trident up to the air. These stone effigies kind of uh, emerge from the shrine itself. The shrine has a small altar with a few offerings. But the most curious thing you notice about it is a robed human, you think? Man, um, maybe in his late or early 50s. Um, and a number of charred goblin bodies around him. Um, The bodies look, some of them look charred, but some of them just look injured. Um, Not burnt to a crisp, but they have like large black spots all over their body as if something very focused burnt burnt through them. 
Um, kind of like Eldritch Blast. And the wagon is just, you uh, score the clack, um, its little kind of cramped claws and muscular legs pulling along on the road as it begins making its way is, is showing no sign. Um, you, you are the one to notice this in the distance. Uh, Scaldi is kind of like peering that way, but you don't think she's had a clear idea of what's ahead. Okay, I will... Stop! Hey. Scaldi! Whoa, and she kind of pulls back on the reins and the little the eyes kind of flip round, exactly <laughs> around. Oh. And she's like, so cool. stop, Scorb! And he's like, and it just... And then it sinks down into the ground and you watch as its whole body kind of like lowers as it grips onto the grass and the ground and hunches down into like a little ball. There's a um, bunch of dead goblins over there, but also a guy in robes and he looks a little bit funny. I mean, all guys in Looks like he might be, he looks like he's cooking something like on a small fire. Uh, is he cooking go- Is he eating the goblins? Because that's kind of gross. How, uh, how dangerous is this place just on the roads normally? Like, is that normal? I mean, there are normally monsters around these parts, but, uh, and goblin tribes in the mountains isn't uncommon. We did hear about this from Scorb's previous owner. Well, I mean, there if this guy's done tribes. the job for us, perfect. Sounds like a friend to me, right? Guys, I mean, this I is mean, a traveling road. It's not unusual to have travelers. I'm just saying, like, just be on your guard because we have to pass this way anyway. Just all right. And she kind of and Scorb rolls out, <laughs> <laughs> and he begins crawling his way. Um, yeah, and you begin making your way. You can see that, yeah, this robed human man has a small little campfire. Um, what appears to be like maybe some fish, kind of strung up on a stick that he's cooking. Uh, the dead goblins just all around him. Um, and he's sat in this shrine, which you now clearly recognize as a shrine of Hesper and Zephyr, the two, god- uh, the two gods. The winged humanoid represents Hesper, and then the orc woman, the trident, is Zephyr herself. Um, and do you want to come in? Take a seat. Hello. Hello. Guest Hello, time. human man. The human man. <laughs> we have a guest. So we have a guest uh, joining us. We have Ravs. Yeah. Of, uh, Twitch. You've Welcome. seen some of his streams. Yeah. The stream just before this one, in fact, yeah. actually. Busy boy today. Busy boy. Yeah. Um, I have an iPad for you here, sir. Oh, thank you, sir. Uh, where was it? It's what all guests yeah, get. I'm so terrible with these things. That's all right. Okay. <laughs> just, it should be, yeah. it should be disabled, so it shouldn't okay. lock itself. So. Okay. so you've got that, and then Ooh. there is a bunch of rando dice thank you. there as well. Thank you. So this was a bit of a last minute uh, guest, yeah. so we don't have artwork for you, sadly. That's fine. Um, but thank you for joining us while Mr. Trotmus is away. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so for your benefit, Johan, um, having fought these goblins several hours ago, you've kind of mm-hmm. stopped for a moment to have some food and to recover your energy, and you notice a wagon approaching from uh, the south, from Stenhill, mm-hmm. um, being pulled by a large clack. I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but curiously, I think what strikes you, the dwarf kind of you know, driving the cart doesn't seem that unusual. The wild elf beside her is perhaps not as common as you'd expect. Uh, but the most curious thing is probably the fire ganassi walking alongside the cart itself. Some strange folk. Um, yeah, uh, and the cart is just making its way towards you. Um, I'm gonna walk. I'm gonna be walking really up front, like with with the hammer out, like yeah. massive hammer out. Just yeah. mm-hmm. there's a orc woman sat next to the dwarf. Sorry, it's the, the wild officer walking alongside it. There's an orc woman with a very ostentatious hat, like a green and gold <laughs> feathered hat. Um, <laughs> sat next mm-hmm. to the dwarf, and they're just making their way slowly up. And then yeah, you see the the wild elf making their way up, uh, peering. 
Uh, Nova, you you have probably heard that they've said it, but you can't unless you're peering out. You don't. I'm just assume. like peeking from the back, like so probably between the seats. So you're between... stood over Sentry's head right now, like yeah, just like over. just like peeking. Yeah. Okay. What's Perry doing? Uh, he's going to walk up with Ayla or? Yeah, next to Ayla. Okay. He likes Ayla. Ayla's okay. cool. So these hey. two, so the fire guys <laughs> in the wild elf, yeah, begin making their way towards you. Um, and yeah, you see this. So do you want to describe in more in detail what they see? Okay, so I've kind of got like these like long kind of blue robes and like a bit of a messy beard um, with like some grey patches in it. The same goes for my hair. It's kind of like mid-length to long, kind of slicked back with starting to grey a little. And I'm just sitting there, you know, sitting with my fish cooking it over a little campfire, uh, covered in blood, because uh, I just killed a bunch of goblins, but <laughs> yeah. you know, I've got a, a fishing rod on my back that's like very charred, and it's got a couple of metal it's rings like around it. half broken, yeah. Yeah. some of the metal rings mm-hmm. seem like singed. I've got a little backpack next to me, I'm just sitting there, eating some fish, cooking some fish. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. I'm not going to react to you guys coming up to me, just cook some fish. <laughs> <laughs> just fish guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, was all this you? Yeah, I mean, a bunch of goblins attacked me on my way up here, and, you know, I had to cook some fish, had to take a rest. They attacked me. He had to cook some fish. Yeah. Well, yeah, this just is... had a nice fight. Mm-hmm. Any more goblins around? You seen any more? No, none of them aware of. Hmm. Yeah, you know that you've... They're quite, I don't know if you've noticed, they're quite loud. They're quite loud. What, goblins? Yeah, they're, they're mad. Really? Yeah, they're like all hyped up. Hey, are these the uh, goblins that um, uh, someone told you about that yeah, we were going to see? Well, the, hey, the word crazed came up. Mm-hmm. Were, they, were they crazed? Yes. Like I said, there isn't any other kind. They're goblins. Mm-hmm. I've yet to meet one that isn't. Yeah. Ever met a civilized goblin? So for your hand, you hear the scurrying of many clawed hands or like clawed little scrapes along the dirt as this large lobster clack and the two bulbous eyes on its stalks kind of peer around at you and you hear this like I hate them. I hate clacks. Can you keep your your clack out, out of the shrine, please? Hey, no, don't worry about it. I used to, it used to terrify me too, but it turns out it, it purrs a little bit when you stroke it just right. They're, I haven't managed to do scorb. it. Same scorb. Scorb. Yep. They're okay on land, but in the sea, they're, they're monsters. In the sea, is that, are you from the, the sea? I, I mean, I sailed the sea and I kind of pull out my fucked up fishing rod. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, I catch fish and I'm a mm. fisherman. Was that? I, I mean, it used to. Huh. Scaldi looks at this figure, and Johan, for your benefit, you know this. You know this is a woman called Scaldi, and she's a priestess of Clara from Stenhill. And she kind of looks at you as if like she's half remembered you or something, and is like trying to place where she knows you from. Um, Araya, you can make a make a hit like a history check for me. Nice. Okie dokie. Nineteen. Ooh. Yeah. So I think. In your brief time in the area, you've heard of a figure, this fisherman that was supposedly out at sea one day, and the locals claim that he called down the storm to destroy the boat and kill the other crew, and he survived. And people are partially feared of him. Um, you never knew the name, but you've heard the stories of this kind of like fisherman blessed by the storm mm-hmm. who travels around, sometimes comes into the places for supplies, but probably you've heard like warning stories about them, like you should be cautious, like 
the fishermen walks these roads and stuff like that. Ooh. Mm, it's going to go into my backpack and pull out another fish suit. Do you guys want some fish? Any, uh, I could put some more on. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Are they good? What? I've never, I've never eaten fish before. How close are we to the sea from here? Uh, from the sea, you're very far. Like, this yeah. is quite inland at this point. You're, you're closer to the mountains at the heart of Voxar. So it's quite odd that he's just producing a bunch of fish. Yeah. <laughs> a little. Yeah, a little odd. Yeah. He's also got a charred fishing rod. <laughs> I think you'll probably, at this point, hear a voice from the, the wagon just going, like, How fresh is that fish? We're, we're quite far inland. I mean, a man's got to eat and he can only use the tools he has. They're a couple of days old at most. And I simply love fishes. Um, and uh, you see this face kind of poke out as these gossamer fairy wings as he flies up into the air. This brightly coloured high elf uh, with two different coloured eyes, glittery skin, long flowing blonde hair as he simply floats over. Like, oh, what kind of fishes do you have? I got some stormfish here, a little bit of trout. I got some... Oh, they didn't look very nice. Some koi. Uh, you guys aren't from I like the little here, blue, the white and orange him. one. Especially him, he's not from around here, is he? Oh no, he's not, I'm How not. How could you tell? He's got wings. <laughs> and this is a new development, actually, it's kind of weird. It's most fabulous! <laughs> how has he survived up here? I don't know how I'm surviving being around this. I have yes. the same question, I, I don't know. Anyway, I'm just gonna... Look at you and just draw my sword just a little bit. Mm -hmm. You're a long way from the sea, fisherman. I'm just gonna lift up my little skewered fish and. Yes, <laughs> I am. <laughs> what what, what uh... are you doing on the land? It's very rare to see a fisherman this far inland. Well, I can't quite get work on the, the ships anymore. Uh, so I've been having these dreams and I'm following my destiny. What are these dreams you've been having? It's very important to have dreams. Well, I've been having these dreams of a one-eyed hawk being chased by the storm, falling from the sky. Scaldi kind of glances back towards Nova and the rest of you with a very sort of curious expression. I believe this is somehow linked to the storms, and I intend to find out why. It's a very interesting story. Yeah, it's very interesting. Man, I have weird dreams too sometimes. Did the yeah. bird have one wing? I keep having this. If I recall, it did. Um, it was a bit of a hazy dream, but I definitely remember one, the one-eyed hawk. It's pure, he doesn't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, he doesn't. <laughs> Just a little bit of lightning crackles on there. Why are you on the road, fisherman? Where are you? Are you do you know where you're headed? I'm heading up to, well, it's pretty rough from the dream where I saw him land, but I believe he's landed at the Medwife's Forge or somewhere thereabouts. That's where I'm headed. Interesting as well. Possibly the Valley of Storms, but I'm not too certain. And, and what do you need to do when you find this hawk? I don't know. That's the curious thing about dreams. I don't really know why I'm having this dream, but something's telling me I need to do this. You're not a priest of Hesper, are you? No, I'm just a fisherman. Hmm. You don't follow any of the gods? I mean, I follow the gods of the sky, magic, the seas. But you're not a, a priest. I'm no priest. Hmm. So uh, how'd you do all this? That's for me to know, and you to find out. 
Is that a threat? No. Okay. Sound like a threat. Kind of threat. Yeah. Hmm. I'm just a fisherman. All right. What's Are your you name? Really? Yes. What's my name? What's your, your name? name? I knew stories of a Johan growing up in Stenhill. I don't put much faith in the gossip of folk. But I do know that there's a few people that are a little feared of a lone fisherman called Johan. Did you... Were you involved in an accident a few years ago? Yes. I... I remember tending to the dead from your ship. Whoa, what? Hmm? Yes, I've heard tales of this ship as well. It was a day like any other. We set sail, hoping to get a big catch, supply food for the village, and... A strange storm very suddenly swept over us, and it destroyed our ship, and I, people, it was on fire, it was burning, and then I don't remember, I, I woke up on a beach, I had my charred fishing rod, and I'm still alive. People say I'm the reason this happened, but since then I've not been able to do any work. No one will have me on their crew, they see me as a curse, a bad omen. So, I'm seeking answers to clear my name. Wait, so you bring the storms? Somewhat. Huh. A little bit. I... It doesn't bother me, the storm. I mean, it bothers us. Hey, when was the last time you brought a storm? Because uh, we don't want to be in one. I brought the storm, like, about an hour ago. Oh, well, that's fine. Yeah. That's like the recharge rate on that sort of thing. <laughs> oh, it's, we're, we're good. Okay, cool. We're good. I could, <laughs> right. bring, I could bring the storm if I have to. I uh, don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please don't. Mm-hmm. I'm genuinely intrigued. I kind of want to see it. What? What? I mean, if he does, then we're going to have to stay here. Uh, What's everyone's passive perception? It's better if we Nine, don't 15. do that. Nine. Fifteen. Fifteen. Thirteen. Uh, Fourteen. Fourteen. Araya, as they're having this conversation, at the corner of your eye, you're sat on the wagon, right? So you kind of have this conversation happening in front of you, in front of this small alcove shrine. Um, Piri, Ayla, Johan are all out the front, um, and you're kind of sat on it next to Scaldi, and you're watching, imagine you kind of have like this winding road, you have a, a gentle, a, a steep incline down towards the river, and then a more gentle forested incline to your right. Through the trees on the right, you begin to see small figures, still a ways off, but quite numerous of them, perhaps okay. 10, 20, kind of shifting around. You can see flashes of like white bone, um, scraps of cloth, green pointed ears, and you can hear just on the faint wind, you can hear like guttural like yelps or like mutterings. Okay. Um, and you can see them all beginning to like cluster around the hills as if they're searching for something. Okay, I'm gonna just like pull my longbow out. Okay guys, um, I don't want to alarm you, but I'm going to alarm you. Um, <laughs> There appears to be uh, some creatures in the forest, just over to the right-hand side. There, I think we should I, we should get moving fairly soon. Um, we need to make moves. Um, so those look like the crazed goblins that you just fought. Uh, can I tell? Yeah, we'll make a perception check for me. Okay. Because at this point, it's uh, around oh the god, to move quietly. Oh god, uh, perception, perception. perception. Uh, that's a six. 
A six. Oh, it's a nine. Oh, it's a nine. So you're, you're <laughs> glancing around, but I mean, you're looking in the rough direction, but you you don't see anything. And all right, mm-hmm. they're, they're like stopping and like moving, and you're catching just glimpses of them through mm-hmm. the trees. But you you don't necessarily see anything. Um, well, where are you guys headed? You're asking me a lot of questions, but here you are riding along with a clack. Strange folk from these lands I've moving. never seen. You can either walk with us and let's discuss further. We don't want to get caught by these. We're going to the forge, actually, so... <laughs> we could have... Okay, yeah. Huh? What? Well, I'm going to go practice my flying for a little. Goodbye! What do you mean, goodbye? <laughs> uh, Lucius just turns invisible and flies away. Mark doesn't want to be... Yeah. Mark doesn't want to be responsible. <laughs> I think while this is happening, I'm probably like trying to like tuck blanket. There doesn't seem to be any danger here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to tuck a blanket over Quill. Like I imagine they're covering. Are you trying anyway. to cover him and hide it? Yeah. yeah. Do, do I see this? How st- are you trying to do it stealthily, or are you just like you know just laying a blanket out? I probably like would that draw less attention though? Just like casually, just like doing my own thing in the back, like while this conversation. Well, okay. So let's have you. Okay. Yeah. Make just do a. Sleight of hand for me. Um, 18. 18. Yeah, yeah, make a perception check against the 18. Because I think that, like, whilst Great. you are doing it casually, you're trying to do it casually so it doesn't work. 17, but plus zero. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, so I think you, you glance up and you, you mm-hmm. see the, the air ganassi. Um, who I don't know if you'd necessarily seen before because the wagon isn't fully opened mm-hmm. like Blue the wagon it. kind of has like these high wooden walls It's like a high wooden walled wagon, and then it has like um, just like a canvas top like a kind of like a There is a little gap that you can see through and you just see the head of this air ganassi with a pair of goggles You see like a blanket flick up and lay down, but you don't make much of it. It's just you know putting a blanket over something Okay, um, just settling down Yeah, okay um, I'll just motion to Scaldi to keep moving, and we'll move off. Okay. Well, I'll walk alongside you guys, but I'm I'm not getting near that clack. No way. Oh, don't worry. I'll keep him away from you. I'll just give him some little worms. <laughs> uh, you watch as like this armored plate opens up, and this kind of multiple like tendrils. Yeah, like tendrils, kind of. <laughs> oh, a good scorp. Good scorp. I'll give him a little pat. And it sucks them in. Aww. You should see them. It kind of makes this weird <laughs> noise. What a good boy. Let's keep moving, Scorp. Oh, I'm regretting this already. <laughs> hey, uh, Ayla. Uh, we do trust this guy, right? I mean, he killed a load of goblins. He's going to the same place as us. I trust nobody. I don't think I trust you yet. Oh, come on! <laughs> I helped you with the thing, remember? the? Po- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're still on trial. We, Fine. We literally just met you a few hours ago. I know, trial. but we had a really nice journey and... Uh, whatever. He's a long lie! <laughs> the fact you... that Nova knows who you are, kind of, is probably the reason why you're still with us right now. But it's fine. You're on trial. You proved that you can fight a little bit. A probationary period. Yeah. Sure. Oh, okay. I'm gonna that. stand up and like start packing away my things. And I'm gonna say, if I'm traveling with you, I need to know your names. We'll get there. Keep going. Okay. Well, they, they, it looks like they just start walking, <laughs> basically, yeah. Okay, I'm like grabbing my pan, half of my I'm bag. Like, uh. keeping an eye on the surroundings, okay. on any movement. Okay. Yeah, it looks like Orion spotted them. They were, they were some distance away, but not far. Not mm. far at all. No. And the, the wagon has nowhere to go except forward and backwards. Because you have this winding yeah. path along the valleys, basically. Um, 
Can yeah. I um, stay back? Like they're starting to walk. I guess I'll yeah. head over to Johan mm -hmm. and like start handing him some things. Just be like, uh, helping him pack his stuff. Yeah, up. I uh, I only just met these guys too, uh, but I think they're good people. Um, they're, okay. they're probably good. I'm Perry, by the way. Perry. So Johan. You at least know me. I'll let them introduce themselves, but they will. Okay. I guess I hope. Maybe. You seem the most welcoming of the bunch. Uh, again, I, they've been through a lot, I think. At least from what, I, what they told me, so... Give them the benefit of the doubt. Okay, well, so don't try any funny business. I won't. Okay. So by the time you guys gathered Johan's things, I'd say the two of you are about 20 feet or so behind the wagon. Just like, it didn't take you long to pack up your stuff, but there's a bit of distance. Yeah. Um, and at the moment, you're still going at like a walking pace. You're kind of going at a natural traveling pace. You're not running or anything like that. And uh, Ayla and Araya are keeping the eyes out on these, these creatures. Um, you, you begin to see them in more detail as one of them who wears this kind of headdress of charred bones, kind of like Johan's fishing rod. You can see it's charred and broken. Um, and it looks to be like a series of bones laid down in a mohawk. And this creature with these big yellow goblin eyes looks over, sees the wagon, and its head kind of cocks to the side. And it begins just shouting. And maybe 20 pairs of eyes pop around the trees. And they begin screaming. And then they begin to pour down the hill towards the wagon. Like roll initiative. Boy! Rock and roll! Here we go. Nice. Natural 20. Oh, Yay. natural one! <laughs> Coming in strong, Ravs. Yep. If we ignore the perception check. Uh, no, where? <laughs> it's been so long. Where is my... It was a decent perception. Oh, it should be just at the very top. Yeah, yeah. plus two. 22. Nice. 22. Okay. God damn. <laughs> Nine. Ooh. <laughs> I rolled a natural one. How do I so. get to my spells? Uh, so you just go to that one. Okay. And then you got your spells. Ah, brilliant. There. Cool. Okay. Hold it. Oh, that way. way. Oh, sweet. Oh, that's even better. Okay. It's even sweet. better because it's D and D Beyond. Thanks, gonna say. Did you use D and D Beyond? You used Web D and D Beyond. I used Web D and D Beyond. Yeah. So you're not used to the tablet. Yeah, not used to okay. the tablet. Um. So I need to roll for Scaldi as well, don't I? And but not Lucius. Nope. No, he's gone. He's off flying. He might help. Oh, no, it's Lucius. He's a fairy. <laughs> no, he's not helping. Okay, 15 for Scarly. Okay, so Araya. 23. Ayla. 9. Piri. 18. Nova. 4. Johan. Uh, 22. 22. Okay, so Araya, you are actually the first to know. Um, these you see screaming down the mountain. Mm -hmm. They appear to be split into two main groups, dozens of goblins. Right. About seven or eight of them bunched together in these two blobs, a swarm of goblins, effectively. They all are wearing ragged clothes, but it's they've inserted things like, you can see that they've scarred their bodies with things like symbols of lightning bolts. Jeez. Some of them appear to have been struck by lightning and have that scarring pattern down their arms and legs. Wow. Their eyes are bloodshot yellow and they're clutching like broken blades, but also some of them appear to have these exquisitely made axes and hammers, beautiful pieces of craftsmanship but they're just holding them and they're covered in grime and they're just oh, screaming. God. They're just like, ah! 
Jesus Christ. And they're screaming down the thing and they're blobbed into these two big swarms. But in the middle of them is this one with the headdress. Yep. And he's kind of like, nyah, nyah, and he's pointing down at the wagon. Um, do any of you speak goblin? No. Nope. Uh, no. No. I can nope. read it. No. Nope. Nope. So it's just gibberish. It's like, and they're just screaming and pointing oh. at you. Um, and they, they are, they're going to swarm the wagon. They, they are look like yeah. they are descending upon you in these two clumped groups. Cool. Uh, what would you like to do? I like to designate the leader as Slayer's Prey. Okay. Um, and yeah, they're then, about, I'd say about like 60 feet about up 60 the slope. Feet. Yeah. Cool, awesome. And then I'm going to try and hit him with my longbow, just okay. for standard damage. So you pull the longbow out. Yeah. Um, open up. Ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's an eight. Eight. You take aim, he leaps to the side and the arrow thuds into a tree that he just ducked behind. Like, <laughs> as it sounds and Strong resonates. start. <sighs> but it sounded cool. Uh, okay, and you, you're currently sat on the wagon next yep. to Scaldi. Okay. Um, Johan. So the goblins, are any of them near a cliff face? Uh, they are on the other side. So imagine you kind of have like a steep incline on your left, uh -huh. the road with the wagon in the middle, and then uh -huh. they are on this gentle the forested decline, slope, okay, okay. and they're on that. So they're coming down towards you, and then there's the steep decline. Okay, and are quite a few of them clumped together? Yes, it appears to be two major groups. Effectively, they're counted as a swarm. They're one, they're two large creatures, but there's like seven or eight goblins in each one. Okay. Okay, uh, I am going to... Um, get kind of close to a big... So you want to start running up the hill towards them? Yeah, I want to get like okay. within... Uh, let's see... Just a second till I read something, sorry. No, that's okay. Uh, can I get within 15 feet of them? 15 feet. You're about 20 feet behind the cart, and they're about 60 feet away from the cart at this point. So I'd say... Um, so yeah, they'd be 85 feet away. Yeah, oh, that's... You could Oh, so wow. you could go 30 feet, you'd be 55 away. You could dash and be 25 away. That's a bit risky. But then, you'll use but then you would well. use your actions, yeah. you wouldn't have an action left. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you're a bit far away at the moment. Hold action? Uh, yes, I'm going to... So you could move up and try and catch up to the wagon. Yeah, I'm going to run up and try uh, catch up to the wagon. Mm -hmm. And Is that your movement? Uh, I'm going to... Just hold my action if I can. Okay. What are you holding? What's the trigger? Uh, if anything comes close to me, I will shoot it with my crossbow. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I mean, with a crossbow, you've definitely got enough range to shoot them from now. Oh, then I will definitely do that then. Okay. So you pull out your crossbow. Okay. Load a bolt in, take aim. Are you aiming at the big group of goblins? Uh, can I get a shot on the guy with the mohawk? You can try to, yeah. Okay. Uh, I got a 19. 19. 19 will hit, even with the cover of the trees. Um, as he leaps out of the way of uh, Oriya's arrow, he just sticks his arm out on the other side, which you catch sight of, and click, fire a bolt. Okay, D8, D8. Wow. D8. Oh, thank you. Okay, great, great. Uh, Bless. Pretty good, somebody who's so used uh, to roll seven, 20. He's seven. like, yeah. That's yeah. Like physical first, dice? First time actually rolling dice here. <laughs> what was yeah. that, sorry? Uh, seven. Seven points of damage. Yes. Yeah, so you kind of clip this shaman or whatever it happens to be in the shot and it just begins like licking its blood like, and it's pulling itself up and forth. it's like bouncing up and down like mm -hmm. i'm gonna try to take like what's my movement could have like hidden behind the cart so yeah you can get on the other side yeah, yeah. so you're now on the side uh -huh. with the steep incline yeah decline, that's my turn. sorry 
Okay, the two swarms of goblins. They basically spend their whole turn just rushing down, but they fill the area around the car. Um, they basically storm down. One is in front of the cart, one is behind, and they're just swarming it. Um, they don't get a chance to attack because it takes their full movement, 30, and then an action to dash, but they just completely surround the, the wagon, and they're just screaming. Um, and they've all got like these weapons, but they're just like... They're like climbing on top of each other to try and strike you and things like that. Oh, they are attacking. They're not. Yeah, but well, not this turn. They won't have a chance to this turn. Oh no, Scorb. Uh, Piri. Uh, yeah, Scorb. Uh, who has Scorb's stats? Oh, Rhiannon has yeah. them. Yeah, keep a note of those. Do you want to roll what an initiative is, um, for Scorb? What are your hit points? Oh, uh, 19. 19. He doesn't have many. Oh. Um, uh, do you want to roll an initiative for him? Yeah. <coughs> um, Let's see. It's his dex modifier. Dex mod, okay. Minus one. The 15. 15. He's the same as Scaldi. Aww. Cool. Um, so, Perry. So, I, they're still like distinguishable blobs of goblins at the moment. Yeah, you can treat them as two creatures, basically, two swarms of goblins. Right. Okay, and they are like, I guess now they're at the cart, they're 20 feet away from me. Uh, so yes, from you, yeah. I'm just going to start uh, shooting with my sunbolts. Okay. Um, and. Uh, so with my sunbolts, I can do that as an unarmed strike as well, right? Oh no, I can do an extra attack with it, so I'll just do two attacks with the sunbolts. So you do two attacks with the sunbolts, and then you can spend the key point to do two more. No, I'll save it for now. I, I don't want to gush away my key points like I did spell slots before. Spell slots! <laughs> uh, uh, 16 was one of them. The 16 other hits, like, yeah, 16 hits. The other one's 11. That will not hit. Yeah. The goblins kind of like, you do catch some of them, but they're kind of throwing each other to the side or leaping out the side that it's not enough. Um, okay, six points of damage. And can I use my movement to sort of go instead of behind the cart and the same distance but to the side of the cart? So I guess I'm now closer. There's not enough space. There's only about five feet of space on either side of the road. Okay. The cart's about like 10 feet wide. So the road is about 20 feet wide. And, and then it curves around. Pretty much. And they, they're just swarmed all around I'll it. I'll stay where I am then. Okay, so you're just standing at the back. Going standing at the back, just zipping them. Okay. With my fireballs. Zipping them. Yeah, zipping zaps. So after Piri, it is uh, Scaldi, in fact. Scaldi uh, will turn around and be like, are we staying to fight or should I just try and outrun them? Uh, Go. Yeah. Okay. So she will use her action to basically, she's going to make Scorb dash. Uh -huh. So Scorb's turn, he's basically just going to move his 30 feet and then he's going to dash another 30 feet. Nice. Um, at this point, I'm going to make a strength check to try and run over some of the goblins yes. in front of them. Okay. So in fact, actually, you've got Scorb's stats. Make a, make a strength check for Scorb for me, please. 23. Yeah. Uh, roll roll 3d6 of damage for me. <gasps> as uh, Scorb like, just begins like, oh. shoving these goblins out of the way and the wagon Scorp. itself begins rolling over some of them. Uh, four. <laughs> four points damage. of damage. <laughs> okay. Um, so B is in front, which is the one Scorb just damaged. Uh, a is the one behind, which is the one you damaged. Guys, wait! Um, the wagon just pulls 60 feet down the road. Roll, can you roll percentile dice for me? For me? So it's a D10 and then a D100 one. So, so that one, one and then and this one. This one. Um, and let me know if you get under 25. 44. Okay, you're fine. So although the goblins are like being trapped under the wheels, they're slicing at the wagon. The wagon doesn't take any damage from like oh, Scorb running good. over it. Okay. Um, but that is a possibility. The wagon is, okay. you know, vulnerable. Did he, so did any of them stick to the wagon? 
What's that? Were any of them still attached to the wagon? No, they've like most of them like had like legs run over and they're now like limping away and yeah. things like that. Or like Scorb knocked them with his claws and sent them sprawling. But okay. the, the swarm is still there, basically. Oh, cool. Um, so that was their go. After them, we go to Ayla, I believe. I would like to rage, please. Okay. So you're kind of stood in amongst all these swarms as the wagon takes off with Nova, um, Scaldi, and Araya on it. You, Piri, and Johan are all remaining behind. And you rage. The lightning <laughs> begins to crackle. So this is a, for Johan's benefit. The wild elf, she kind of clutches her hammer. You see her kind of like tense her muscles. And as she does, lightning begins to crackle up and down all of her arms. Um, and the, the skies begin to grow a little darker overhead. Mm-hmm. Um, Johan tilts his head a little, curious. I will <laughs> <laughs> take just two big swings at at the swarm around at you. The swarm, yeah, because at the moment you are engulfed in the swarm. Oh my god! I rolled two fours. Fuck. That's not mm-hmm. gonna hit. Um, Eleven. It's not gonna hit. Like the goblins, it's you are hitting, but they're like jumping on your <laughs> arms and like taking away some of your strength so you don't quite hit them fully. And then another one jumps on your face and you kind of pull it off and throw it to the ground. You can't quite get the swing on the second time. Can I um Lightning Blast? Yeah, it's Dex. Dex saving through is a twelve. That's a fail. Okay. So three lightning damage. Boom. Blast of lightning strikes from the goblins and just like, ah! Um, can I? In fact, actually, that probably kills one of the many goblin swarms. Like one of the goblins is just dead. You just. Poof. Um, can I start running towards the cart? Yes. As well. So you will need. So they'll get an attack opportunity against That's you. Fine. Um, yeah. So they'll just get an attack opportunity against you as you run through them. Um, so this flurry of like axes and maces and clubs and bone knives comes slashing towards you. That is a 25. Mm. I rolled a 19. Um, so that is going to be 17 slashing damage. Um, you're raging, so you half that. So that goes down to nine. Um, yeah. It's like just these just... like nicks, like you're covered in like, you know, dozens of these nicks. So I'm just 30 feet and you just towards, towards the, wagon. the wagon. So you're now 30 feet ahead of the goblin swarms and about 30 feet behind the wagon. So was that an attack of opportunity then? That was an attack of okay. opportunity, yeah. Uh, on the goblins go, um, one of the swarms of goblins is going to rush towards the wagon and Ayla. Um, Ayla, you get attack of opportunity as they basically okay. rush past you towards the wagon. 22. They're 22 hungry. hits. What are you looking for? Uh, 14 damage. 14 damage, wow. Oof. So that goes to that. Okay, so you kill another one of the goblins as it's running past, but the rest just scurry past you. Um, and they're like trying to jump on and they're like trying to grab onto the back of the wagon. Like, ah! Some of them are like claw- clambering up towards it, like clawing the back. Nova, you're staring as these goblins pull themselves up into the wagon. Like, <laughs> The other goblin swarm uh, will turn around. Um, and you can see the the one with the headdress is pointing towards Johan um, and Piri, like pointing at them. And the other goblins was like, <laughs> um, and it's going to attack the two of you. One attack each. Uh, okay. So Johan, that is a seventeen. 
Uh, that hits. Piri, that is a 15. Miss. Okay, so you're kind of dodging to the side, parrying like these blows with your fist hands. Johan, they surround you. You take 17 slashing damage. Oh my. As they just <laughs> cut into you, tearing at your clothes, um, little kind of little bashes to your knees and your arms. Um, as they Ouch. That'll do it. Pummel mm-hmm. into you. That kills the human. Nova. Is the lead gobble mm-hmm. gobble any metal? No. Bone and leather. I'm gonna try something, but I don't know if it's gonna work, but I'm gonna try it anyway. Okay. So there's goblins like on the wagon. On the wagon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're pulling up on the thing, but it's a swarm of them. There's like, you know, a dozen or so. Can I? If I hold on a minute. I just need to check something. I'm just thinking about Thunderstep because I can take things with me. Mm-hmm. But it's no, it's a creature of my size. I was wondering if I could just bamf the entire wagon. <laughs> 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 Can't do that. Sadly not. You can pick up one of the bodies and bamf that, but not the wagon. Yeah. I'm you are not Nightcrawler. I'm gonna try something else. Can I use Major Image to create a twenty-foot griffin on the top of the wagon? Oh, cool. Yeah, so I like, like that. It's like trying to scare them away. Like so, yeah. basically, like I'm just gonna nice kind of. Point up. Yeah. Think like th- think my hardest griffin image. Uh-huh. The scariest griffin image. Okay. And then summon a griffin onto the top sure. of the wagon. I'll give them an intelligent saving throw. They're not very smart. Yeah. <laughs> That's an eight. Um, so you kind of point up, and from the clouds, from these dark clouds, this kind of swooping griffin kind of <laughs> lands on the thing. Roars overhead. The goblins who are crambling up just like, and they like leap backwards, like scrambling back, terrified of the thing. And they just get off the wagon and they're scrambling away from it. Um, and as some of them seem to be arguing, like one of them slaps one of them and points at the wagon, <laughs> and then he just like shoves that one back and is like points back towards the others. Yeah. Um, and they have like a bit of a squabble. But yeah, you, you've scared them off the wagon 100. percent Nice. Nice gerb. Um, back at the top, we have Araya. Nice, nice, nice. So how far away are we from the other orc? The goblin. The goblin, yeah, the goblin. The, the leader one. Yes. Uh, so you went 60 feet and he mm-hmm. was about 60 feet away, so you're about 120 feet away. Cool. I can still, I'll have a go. I'll have a go. Yeah, with the longbow, I think you'll be at disadvantage, I think. Because it's long range. Uh, long range. Let's see, what is the What's range? What's the range on it? 150 to 600. Oh, so yeah, you're still in normal range. Hey, I'm going to have a pop I'm going to have a pop here. Snipe it. Yeah. Not 20! So you double the dice, including your Hunter's Prey dice. (gasps) Right through the eyes. That's that's a lot of dice. That's two d8s and two d6s. Really? Oh, you rolled really well, Pete. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Doubled. 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 34. 34. Plus your ability modifier? Uh, that's another plus six. That's 40. Oh. <laughs> Ow. Oh. What? So you watch as Araya stands up, turns on the back of the wagon, you pull like the arrow out, you take the deep breath, you stretch it back, and the wagon's bumping along the road, but you kind of hold your breath and the world slows for a moment. And you wait for this goblin as it sticks its head out points towards the wagon and begins yelling something. The arrow spins through the air. You watch the wood kind of warps and bends <laughs> as it begins to hit the thing. It just... Yes! <laughs> Half of its brain just explodes out oh the other side. God. And it was just like, yeah! 
40 <laughs> points of damage. He oh. didn't get a single spell off. Oh my ah. god. Yes! I actually forgot to do his initiative last turn, so that's my fault. Oh uh, yeah, he didn't actually have do, a turn. I forgot to do his turn, so that's my fault. Let's unexplode his brain <laughs> and then have a turn real quick. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, he just, you watch as it just <laughs> turns into a gooey mess on the other side as this arrow just obliterates. Oh man. Yes. Bloody hell. Bloody hell. Damage dealers, man. Um, <laughs> you are on the wagon, so you don't need to worry about movement nah. or anything like that. Johan, you are surrounded by these goblins on the road. Okay, um, how many are around me? Is there like, any of my friends oh, like, around me? I mean, it's a swarm. So okay. imagine like seven, eight, nine of them are just... Okay. But they're like clambering on each other. They're like crawling on the floor. They're just rabid. Okay, uh, I'm going to... And you Please. are now on like a 20 foot sort of wide piece of road. Mm -hmm. You've got, there's no wagon around mm -hmm. you, so you just have this deep incline and then the gentle mm -hmm. incline on your other side. Okay, I'm gonna raise my fishing rod up to the sky okay. and a bolt of lightning is gonna hit it and from me bursts out a thunder wave. I'm gonna cast it at second level. Okay, you, which way do you wanna point it? Like, cause you've got the cone. Uh, or it's like a square, right? Isn't thunder, uh, thunder wave around you? Uh, each out. each creature in a fifteen foot cube originating from you makes a con oh, save. Yeah, that will hit everything around you. Yeah, sure it was for sure. Uh -huh. Yeah, I thought it was uh, no. It's on a failed save. It's two d eight thunder damage, and they're pushed ten feet away from me on success. It's half damage, and isn't. Oh, I see. So you could aim. So when it's it's a ten foot cube, it's not around you, but it's like mm -hmm. a cube in front of you. So oh, what you could right. do is you could kind of spin around, yeah. point it towards the mm -hmm. the de the decline, mm -hmm. and just <laughs> launch them off that. Way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. I'm, try, I'm trying to cover yes. myself so I can run to the cart after yeah. this. Sure. So. What, uh, what saving throw is it? Uh, it's a con save. Con saving throw. DC? Uh, 14. <sighs> 15. Oh! oh. It's it's still damage. Yeah, it's still it's it's half damage. damage. They don't... Uh, oh, it's 3d8. It's, uh, wait, hold on. Oh, that's... Yeah, 3d8. 3d8. Well, I believe um, you'll also get your um, tempestuous magic. Oh, I will. So yes. You'll, you'll it's... have a little bit of movement after. This. Oh, thank you. We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. So half this damage. Okay, so uh, six, nine, ten. Ten. So half of five. Mm -hmm. um, and you were fighting the one uh -huh. at the front, mm -hmm. uh, which is the one Ayla was also fighting. Oh, Ayla, can you make a con save for me, actually, as well, please? Wait. Oh, did I? Yeah. I know you. You move forward. You move thirty uh -huh. foot forward. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You chase after the wagon, so you're fine. Mm -hmm. um, so you blast these goblins mm -hmm. in the center, and they kind of stumble back, but it doesn't mm -hmm. quite have the force that you did. Mm -hmm. But then you feel the storm magic lift you yeah. up off the ground. You watch as Johan levitates about you know, several <laughs> feet up so in the air, cool. yeah. uh, and you've got ten feet of movement. Yeah, I'm gonna kind of fly backwards and use the rest of my movement to run towards the cart. Okay, so you basically get 10 feet yeah. ahead of the goblins and then you're gonna yeah. 30 feet. Yeah, so you're yeah. out of op attack mm -hmm. of opportunity range mm -hmm. and then you just start running for the cart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was that? Uh -huh. So you go about 40 feet, you burst past Ayla mm -hmm. and you're like, um, yeah. Yeah, about 40 feet away. And if I did I hit you, you would've been supercharged. That's what we want. Yeah. We wanted to get zapped by lightning and supercharged. I can do that. <laughs> <Okay>. <sighs> Um, Dream. The the goblins dream. will desperately kind of recover, um, see you run past, and they'll run towards you to try and meet up with the others, um, which basically puts them around Ayla, because uh, mm -hmm. you're about 10 feet extra ahead of them. So they start swarming around Ayla, like, ah, and they're going to make an against, attack against you, sorry, two attacks against you. Uh, 21 to hit. Yeah. And a 9 to hit. Nope. So you take another 17 slash damage after 9. Okay. Um, so let's just start like pummeling you with these uh, things. Piri, same thing. They're going to attack you twice. Okay. So that is a twenty-five to hit. Yeah. And then a twenty-four to hit. Yeah. 
So 17 times 2, oh. 34. Ooh. Oh. 15, yeah. 34. oh my god, I'm still up. Barely. As you just. These goblins dogpile you. Damn. Now, with just a single target, they just like. They're like. <laughs> And then they just start like pummeling into. Oh, <laughs> guys! Um, that's their whole turn. So Piri, it's now your go as you are dogpiled by goblins. And I can't, I can't really run away because I'll get an attack of opportunity. You so could I'm gonna... key point disengage. Yeah. I could also key right. point go fucking mental. You could yeah, yeah, absolutely you could yeah, hundred percent. How many I of them are there? Um, I mean, it's a swarm, so it's one creature, but there's about like seven, eight, nine goblins in amongst that pile. So I probably wouldn't be able to hit all of them. I know that yeah. gameplay wise, yeah, 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 one yeah. creature. No, but you can. You're because treat it that like you're kind of like doing a proper mark. This is a proper martial arts moment, right? Where you're just surrounded and you're like elbow, punch, kick, throw, yeah. smashing one in the face. Like you're not even looking behind you as you like bam. Cool. Because what I did last time is I didn't actually use extra attack. I only did three attacks when I um. Yeah. So you should do seen. attack, attack. Attack, key attack, point, key point, two more. Flurry of blows. Yeah. So I'm doing four attacks. Four attacks. Boom. Uh, that's not incredible. It's got to be said. Um, so six, so fourteen hits. Uh, Eleven hit doesn't hit. Thirteen hits, and the other one will hit. So three hits. Three hits. Oh. Huh. So one of them, you go to kick a goblin in the head, but he just kind of like drops to the floor. Um, you do hit one behind him, but it doesn't have the same impact of force. And then the other three, you like elbow one in the face, you punch him in the neck. Um, so I do six, 12, plus eight, 20 damage. 20 points of damage. Um, and I can't really move. I don't, do I have any bonus actions I could do? No, uh, your bonus action was the flurry. Oh, flurry of blows. Yeah. Um, so you you punch like three goblins to death. Like your fist just like breaks one's nose. <laughs> you kick one in the sternum and collapses ribs. Ugh. One of them you pick up and just throw off the side. <laughs> but then you're still surrounded by like six of these goblins who are just like. <laughs> oh my god! I'll do it again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, Scaldi, having sensed that they're no longer approaching the cart, will like turn around um, and just kind of like go like, great job, Nova! Uh, like, you know, like you got them off the cart kind of thing. Um, but she can't really get to anybody to do too much healing. So she will... Mm, nope, she can't really do that much. She will hold her action until someone's close enough for her to heal. Um, Scorb, what does Scorb want to do? Scorb can just Scorb. keep moving. Scorb's happy to keep moving, I think. Okay, yeah. so he just goes 30 feet, he's just like, moves forward. Um, and drags the cart with him. Uh, after Scardian Scorb, Ayla. Uh, take another two swings. That's the ones around you. But I will shout towards the cart, Might need some assistance here! Thirteen? Uh, <laughs> 13 hits and just. And the other one will hit as well because it's more than that. Okay. So. This is the group B. Double whacking. Eight. 14 on the first one. 14 damage. Damage. <laughs> uh, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 12 on the second one. Oh my. And then a dex save. Oh yeah, hang on. <laughs> uh, oh, that is. Uh, no, that's pretty high, so it's half damage. So half is two. Half is two. 
So, in that hit, let me just work out how many goblins you killed here. So that's going to be... Oh, Jesus. How much damage you did you do? Multiple. You did like 14 and then another 12. So 26. So 26 divided by about 7 is... So 14. About three and a half goblins you kill. <laughs> You're just like, you squish one with the goblin. hammer. You like break his legs. Yeah. <laughs> you squish one with the hammer. Um, you then like butt the haft of uh, the Howling Gale into another, which just goes through his eye socket and then just... Oh. Um, oh. And then you like pump one off the side with another swing. <laughs> um, and then one, you just turn around and the lightning blast just through his chest. And like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it looks like when the lightning hits them, like the goblin's like, He's like clearly in pain, but he's like, yeah. <laughs> That's the half dead one. Oh, <laughs> just starts cackling away. Uh, he's dead because I didn't give him a turn last go. Uh, Nova. Um, can you paint the scene for me in terms of distance? So I'm so, in the wagon. So the wagon is now about ninety feet away from where it was. Uh, so you're about you're about fifty feet away from Ayla and Johan. Mhm. Um, and then the other group are about 20 feet beyond that, so about 70 feet to Quill, uh, sorry, Piri and yeah. the other swarm. Um, yeah. And it's like, and there's one swarm with Ayla and Johan. Mm-hmm. And, and one, one with Piri. But Piri. So what, you've got one swarm 50 feet away and one swarm 70 feet away. Yeah. Piri's in. Oh, God. Okay. Um, I'm bleeding fire. Bleeding yeah, what's the fire? Yeah, what would it be? I think you have normal yeah. blood, but it would probably it's like bubbling. sizzle. <laughs> yeah, I kind of think it is like a hot temperature, right? Like it yeah. sizzles a little bit or bubbles. Very, very hot blooded boy. Yeah. Would, uh, would Nova be cold blooded then? No, I think she still just has blood, too. but it's very thin. <laughs> I think it's like Steam. a very thin kind of blood. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> you're air ganassi, aren't you? Yeah. Not water ganassi. Uh, deflate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah kind of almost like it's almost like a, a fine mist. Almost. Yeah. Like I kind of imagine that it has like an air, airless quality to it. But anyway, mm-hmm. what's it? What's Nova do? It's probably glitter in it somewhere. Mm. Um, no, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. He's invisible. He don't worry. I can hear him though. Six. You're flapping of his wings. Having the time of his life. <laughs> <laughs> I can't cast two spells, like because I was thinking Misty Step and another spell. You can cast a bone, you can cast a spell and a cantrip, so you can Misty yeah. Spell and then cantrip, but you can't cast two slots worth of spells. And how many butt faces are over um, Perry? One one creature, but a lot of them. A lot. Of it's like he's, he's, he's in the middle of a swarm, basically. I think there's like goblins. four or five left if yeah. I in killed. In like. which case, I'm gonna move the Griffin. So I have 120 foot range on it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to use my action to move the Griffin, um, obviously projecting it so it looks like it's mm-hmm. launching itself and shouting a lot, um, and have it land over Perry. Like, would that work? Or like behind him? To behind kind of intimidate like, them. To yeah. Like... You, you, the thing is, is Perry is in the middle of these right. goblins and they're like on him. But you could have it land next to the yeah. goblins and like roar and try and yeah. spook them and scare them off. Yeah. Or at least draw their attention to the griffin. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'll make I'll an intelligence that. save for him. Do I need to make an intelligence save? Sure, yeah, I think you would. Uh, what's your DC? Because I got a 13 on the goblins. 15. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they think it's real. 16. 16. You, you're like, oh my god, a gri- oh, hang on, I can see through it. <laughs> That's not a real griffin. Um, but the goblins are like, ah! <laughs> and they turn around. And then they like, and they like look between Piri and the Griffin, and then it looks like they turn their attention to the Griffin temporarily, at least. Good, good, good. <laughs> oh uh, boy, Raya. 
Um, 70 feet, 50 feet, same thing. 70 feet, 50 feet, no worries. I'm gonna, um, I think I'm gonna jump off the wagon and dash towards Ayla and yeah. Harry. So they're 50 feet away, so if you move 30 feet, yeah. then you can dash to get the other 20 feet. Yeah. yeah. So you kind of land. Do you want to pull out your melee weapons? Yes. Because you can do that as, if you do another action, you can draw weapons as a free action. Yeah, So like that. you're literally, as you're running, you're like slinging the longbow, pulling the rapier and the short sword out. As so you you're run. reaching Peri, uh, Ayla, not Perry. Yeah. Okay. Just, just so we're clear, Tom. Just so we're clear. Ayla and Johan. Just so we're clear, Araya is saving someone else. Yeah. <laughs> Johan. She likes me back. Uh, okay, how far are we from So from, from you, there's like like 10 feet or like 5 feet. Mm-hmm. The goblins are swarming Ayla. And there's, there's, you know, they're injured. They're, they're very weak. Mm-hmm. There's like two goblins left, uh-huh. like staring at Ayla like... <laughs> um, but then behind... <laughs> Uh, so that was about 10 feet from you and then uh-huh. 20 feet from that, so 30 feet, there's a big swarm around the Fyganassi. Okay. Who is quite kind to you. Okay. <laughs> I can take it. You can take two goblins. Okay, uh, I'm going to get into about 20 feet away from uh, the Fyganassi then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and easy. I'm going to pull my little shark tooth necklace off okay. and I'm just going to blow it and yeah. use my seeker dart. Yeah. Ooh. So what? he watch That's as Johan like... Blows this dart, and this this tooth kind of flies up into the air, stops, moves. Ah! It's very So I believe I have to make Mary a saving throw. Oh, yes. uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Is it cool? Uh, <laughs> yeah. The cool. Yeah. DC sixteen deck save fails. Okay, so that is... I think it's 1d4 piercing and then 3d4... d4 is anywhere somewhere? There should be some in there. Thank you. Okay. Oh, a four. A four. Four. And what was it? 3d4... Lightning. 3d4 lightning. I got three. Oh, cheers. Bam. Yeah. Uh, Wow. Wow, that's a lot of damage. (laughs) That's a lot. Uh, So what's that? So you watch... Is that ten? So you watch as the dart... Go! It pierces through one goblin's throat and it's like, ah, and falls down, and then it hits the goblin behind him and explodes into lightning, and then just drops to the ground. And the other goblin is just like, and then falls dead, oh, smoking, amazing. Um, completely dead. That's cool. Uh, cool. That was your. Do you want to do anything else? Um, uh, I guess I'll back up like, a little bit as well. Okay. Yeah, and then yeah. move move away again. Yeah, okay. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, the remaining swarm, one will attack the griffin. It does nothing because it's an illusion. <laughs> uh, it just jumps on it, but they start falling through it, and they're like, <laughs> and then they point back to the fire ganassi. <laughs> and then they start running towards him again, but they've already attacked the griffin, so. Oh. Okay, I'm getting out of here this time. Uh, and then the two remaining will attack Ayla. <laughs> uh, 16 to hit. Nope. And nine to hit. Nope. So they're like trying to get you, but now there's only a few of them. You're like, you boot one out the way and then you block one with the, with the hammer and it just doesn't get anywhere. Um, as they, and they, you, they're just kind of like yapping. They're just like, <laughs> and they don't even seem to be making coherent sense. Piri. Uh, right, so I'm gonna spend a key point and use, uh, is it Step of the Wind? Yeah. Um, step of the I Wind. Mean, read it to us, Tom, for podcast listeners. Step of the Wind is, it is, Features so what it does is it, I spend one key point to take the disengage or dash action okay. as a bonus action on my turn. Yep. Oh, yeah. so, I, I, so you can disengage and then bonus fuck off down the road. Yeah. And they won't get to attack you. Yeah. In that Technically case, you could disengage 
move, and then use your two attacks to do some bolts. Yeah. Oh. Um, okay. Which means it won't get to hit you when you run past. Yeah. All right. So I'll, I'll disengage for a bonus action. Move, move away. Forty feet. Yeah. Easy. Um, You're and like then past Johan now. Oh, hang on. I think my radiant move thirty feet. Uh, Zap twice for my sun bolts. Yep. Two attacks. Um, and then at the end of that, I'll do two extras. No, you can't because your bonus action to step in the wind. Yeah. No, I mean um, I'll move. No, what I mean is I'll move. Um, You'll move the rest of the rest of the. Right, movement. I see. Yeah. So my lowest is uh, twelve misses and says fifteen hits. Cool. So one hit. Bam. This one looks good. It's not uh, four damage. <laughs> you scorch one of the goblins with a blast of fire. Um, and then dash away. And then an extra 10 feet. Extra 10 feet, nice. 40 feet you away from nice You are nice and far away. Oh, hey, lovely. I'm going to recklessly smash some goblins in the face. Yes! Yas! Yas! Um, they'll both hit because they're both yeah, above they're both 13. Well, working. it's advantage if you're reckless. Oh, yeah, it is. You're right. Get that 20. No, you didn't, but you still um, hit them both. I mean, do so I even make you roll this down? I want to! So <laughs> 9, 10, 11, 13. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, and a deck save. Even if it's half, that's another one. Yep. yep. How do you want to kill these two goblins? <laughs> <laughs> I want to just look at them. Like, because they were trying to hit me. And just. <laughs> and they just run. Well, if you want to kill them, you can kill no, them. No, I'm going to kill them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they turn to run, and they're like. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Just. <laughs> Both, uh, both in one massive sweep. You can just... probably knock them off the cliff as well with yes. one thing. You just like golf swing both of them off. <laughs> and then and they go tumble. See ya! <laughs> <laughs> and they go flying. Perfect. Uh, Nova. So they've um, clued on that something's not quite right? Yeah, they, it looks like they, it, they're goblins, so they don't understand that it's an illusion. They just understand they can't hurt it or eat it. So they've turned their attention on anything that they can hurt and eat. But they're not really scared of it anymore. Nah, they're kind of like, uh, it doesn't seem to be doing anything. In which case... But it was I'll... good because it distracted them yeah. from killing Piri. Yeah. <laughs> Alumni! Um, <laughs> <laughs> I will um, Eldritch Blast uh, two of this faraway swarm. Yeah, sure. Sweet. Just a classic. Pew pew! Um, so one definitely hits because I rolled a 15 plus 7, and the yeah. other one is a 7 plus 7, 14. which is a 14. Hits, both hits. Nice! Um. 8 on one and 3 on the other. So that's 11 total. total. Oh, so close. You kill another one of the goblins, there's two left. <laughs> Looking around, a little bit more scared than what they were previously. Um, but the two beams just <laughs> launch the two goblins flying through the air. Uh, Araya. Uh, am I close to the last two? Yeah, you two? can make a one one melee, one movement will get you next into melee with the last okay. two. Can I do that? Can I make a movement and then yep. get close to them and yep. then do two weapon attack? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you can do you do your rapier attack and then and as a bonus sword. action you can do short swords, yeah? Cool. Just cleaning up now. Uh, 17 on one and yep. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 Make on sure you other. tell me which one's which because the damage changes. So. Okay, rapier yeah, is they both 17. Hit. Yeah, they both yeah. hit. Awesome. Okay, so then uh, 1d8 plus 4 and 1d6 plus 3. Ooh, well, not, not very good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> makes up for so that 40 damage you dealt earlier. Rapier, yeah. <laughs> rapier is 5 plus 1 is 6. Yep. And then the short sword is d6 plus 3, 5. 
So as they're distracted by uh, the last of their numbers kind of being dwindled, you kind of run up, the rapier just pierces through one's chest, pulls it free, and then you just jab the short sword into the neck of another goblin, tear it, and the head comes clean off, <laughs> scatters to the ground as a field of goblin bodies is <laughs> trailed like blood smears from where Scorb trandled them, you know, trampled them, um, and you are left completely in the clear, having wiped out this small uh, patrol of goblins. Small patrol? What? Yeah. Small? Yeah. There was loads of them. Yeah. Goblins breed like crazy. <laughs> they breed like and goblins. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be back at five. See you then. See you in a minute. Bye. 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 Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this episode. Remember to check out both D&D Beyond and Displate with the links in the episode description and we'll see you on Thursday for part two of this episode where the party continue the journey and acquaint themselves with the Storm Sorcerer. We'll see you then.